centuries, mankind has been fascinated with realms outside of our conscious awareness. Through a series of interviews with practitioners, guest speakers, and experts, Liberate the podcast covers all that and more, from health and holistic healing to the supernatural. We aim to educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today we have an interesting uh, topic and amazing guest joining us. Her name is Rochelle, and she's been uh, practicing and teaching orgasmic meditation. And, um, you know, we're really going to dive into exactly what that is and all of the healing properties around that and the transformation that people go through. And I'm also very curious on her journey and how she got into uh, this this practice and this teaching. And so Rochelle, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, if you want to tell the audience maybe a little bit about yourself and we'll take it from there. Yeah, hi, thank you. It's so good to be here. Um, yeah, orgasmic meditation. Well, I'll tell you my journey. I'm, I'm from Colorado originally. Um, grew up in the mountains, um, very like earthy and spiritual and doing a lot of like different types of, of work of, of, uh, transformational stuff for a very, very long time. And, um, I was a massage therapist and a yoga teacher and I got into nutrition coaching and, and, um, just really always very interested in, in the body and transformation and, um, going deeper with the human experience. And then, um, Basically, I, you know, it's, I would say about six years ago, maybe a little bit longer, um, I had, I was living in Virginia. So I grew up in Colorado, but I, I moved to Virginia. I was there. Um, I had 45 acres I'd bought with a partner. We had built a house. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous house. And I had a home-based business and things were going really, really well. It was like one of those things where your life on paper looked really, really good. And, mm-hmm. and it was good. It was like every day I was like really grateful. There was, you know, beautiful, you know, this partner that I had and my land and the business, like everything was actually really beautiful. Um, but there was a place where I just kept feeling like a deeper voice was like, so I'm missing something. I'm missing something. And, um, and you know, our relationship was was good we were good friends but like there wasn't there was you know like the our our sex wasn't very alive it was you know we watched movies pretty much every night as it come you know just to come down and um and and you know I was doing a program actually at the time for women around their bodies and their relationship with their bodies so that transformation of um how to how to actually love your body to the to the level of like how how to eat better and take better care of it from that versus so many people wanting to change and fix from it being a problem and them not liking mm-hmm. the way that they feel and so um, through that I you know I'd, I'd kind of run myself down getting my business off the ground and everything and so I was doing the program myself and um, in doing so in, in getting um, in, in getting people to um, look at the different aspects of, of 
sensation in their in their bodies I was like doing my own program and I had this real very deep spontaneous wake up of um, it was like my sex woke up in my body and um, and I I with my partner it was like basically I'm like oh we're gonna have the best sex of our lives you know like this is just this this energy is alive and it's awake and it wants to be met and used and um and explored and and my partner just wasn't actually available for it and and there was there was this part of me that just was like I know I have to follow this and I didn't know where that was going to bring me or what that was what it was saying in my life but there was something about um sexuality that that felt like um that was my next area of of going really deep and exploring and so I had um I ended up leaving at that point which was like it was a pretty radical shift of like leaving a partner of four years um this land house, uh, yeah business like, yes exactly like everything I had built and created and put my heart and soul into for the last four years I um I left within a month of this wake up and oh, wow. so it was a very fast transition and just call um and I ended up um in California it was like the the deeper voice was like LA, which made no sense to me coming from Colorado and Virginia where (laughs) I'm in the mountains and like nature girl and everything like that. And it was just like LA, that doesn't make any sense. But, um, but I followed that and, um, and it was a period of letting go because it was just like, it was like a deeper level of surrender and trust that I was, that I was doing something that didn't make any sense to my mind. Yeah, and it sounds like very courageous too. I mean, you you allowed yourself to listen to your higher self. Yeah. And to make transformations in your life, not only to shift dynamics and leave relationships, but also to move across country, you know, right. like uh, to a place that never even was on your map before. Right, totally. Yes, exactly. So, um, and, and, you know, in doing so, it was like, I just, I, um, I risked a lot also of like losing my house and things like that, but it was just like I just knew that I had to I had to follow this and I I actually started studying tantra for a while and um and I found that I just like I I couldn't actually relax and surrender into those containers like mm-hmm. um not having a partner that I was I was doing that work with and Um, being in different exercises, not knowing what the exercises were, like breathing and all of these things. And there was, um, when I heard of orgasmic meditation, I, I mean, I knew I was drawn to like the sexuality thing, but it kind of, it kind of freaked me out to be honest at first. I was just like, I don't know these, you know, because it's a 15 minute partnered practice. I guess I should define what orgasmic meditation is. So orgasmic meditation is a 15 minute partnered practice where a stroker will stroke the upper left quadrant of a woman's clitoris completely goallessly um, for 15 minutes and both practitioners are focused on that point of contact and everything that they feel sensation wise in their body as um they're stroking okay and so um through this it's you know it's like it's just like any practice where um where you get to really meet yourself and who you are in the practice um and so 
you know, this element of it being a meditation where your um, your attention and focus is on one point and and sensations, as well as it including the genitals. I mean, I was just like, what is this? You know, it's like a partnered practice. And, um, and there are people who are practitioners of this work. It's like, certainly people are in relationship and they can practice together and everything, but there is also just, um, people who partner and do this practice. And so, um, I, at first that was just like, this doesn't make any sense, <laughs> you know? So is this like, uh, I'm going to just stop you for a second because mm-hmm. maybe some people have heard of like sex surrogates. Have you heard of that? Um, so it's, uh, it can be prescribed by a therapist uh, to have a partner that are, is just for the purpose of overcoming traumas and stuff within mm-hmm. sexual abuse, and they're they're they're, they're called these sex surrogates, and mm-hmm. so uh, people practice different types of things with a no no emotional connection to their partner, but ba- um, based on just healing and overcoming and allowing themselves to receive or be touched or uh, to overcome some of the fears that might be with intimacy that they have. Mm-hmm. It, and uh, so when you're you're explaining this, this is something that pops up into my head, which maybe some of the people listening. And uh, so it sounds like it's kind of like along the similarity lines, but it's a, this meditation practice. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's um, in the sense of like uh, whatever the you know, like there's blocks and things like that in in um, in our systems and our psyches and our physical. Um, and, and there's an opportunity in the practice of like really um, being able to feel and open different locations through time. Um, however, the, I, I would say the difference is um, this is it's a partnered practice and each person in the partnership is there of their own practice. Okay. Um, so it's not like the, the stroker is um, in any way serving or healing or being, a, you know, you. It's, it's a facilitator of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they are there just as much for their own practice and what they cultivate in, in that connection as well as the strokey um, receiving. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things that at first it's like one of our biggest questions is what's in it for the guy or what's in it for the stroker? Um, and you know in our in our culture uh we have uh, so men are connect are cut off from their feelings and women are cut off from their sex and that's a broad statement it's not like true across the board or anything like that but it's it's more of a conditioned experience you know it's like men are um supposed to be stoic and um, women are nurturers or like take care of and and so um, there's not a there's not a place where like that level of, of reception for for a woman is um, the place to be really cultivated and experienced and and then um, and and really just acknowledge the the hunger mm-hmm. like the the actual a woman's appetite like how hungry we are mm-hmm. for this um, for our sex to be open and alive and our orgasm to be awake um, and so you know to to have that and then for for men you know to really be able to touch into this quality of th- this um, this ability to feel an ability to feel uh, wakes up through like in being in connection with a woman's orgasm 
And so to feel her orgasm and know like stroke by stroke, like how do you work, how do you play this um, like an instrument and, uh, and be that in tune with it. It's just like, you know, just like a musician is like following this, this yeah. deeper, you know, orchestra of like how, what comes out is just like that with orgasm is like how to do that. And so, um, you know, I think it's an amazing wake up tool for both practitioners and, um, and, you know, like I, I find it's just so amazing to watch the strokers just realize like, and, and the proof is really, very evident by our community being very it's it's equal of men and women it's very strongly like both people you know both genders are really uh gravitate towards this practice and so um the benefits are on both sides nice in that way yeah well it's teaching awareness one pointedness that you know it's as you said you've said studied tantra so you know being into that moment and that stillness it sounds like you know and then I'm sure that there's tremendous healing for both. And yeah. Maybe you can get into a little bit of the benefits of this. You know. Practice. Yeah, I mean, it's it really is. Um, it really is a practice of consciousness, connection, wake up. Um, you know, we're both we're we're learning how to turn the lights on and be lit up and be turned on. Um, you know, it's like uh, the. Uh, the Dalai Lama had said about the Western women, um, what did, what was the, do you know that quote? No. The, the Western women it will change the world, you know, and, and um, Nicole Daydon, who's the founder of One Taste, um, she talked about turned on women will change the world. You know, it's like w- when, a, when a person is turned on, you can do no wrong, and when a person is turned off, everything is wrong. You know, everything is a complaint. And so it's like, how do we actually switch our own lights on so that we can be a gift and contribution and coming from full in our lives? And, um, you know, it's like there's nothing worse than like being depleted and, um, and, and just trying to give and give and give. And then you just get resentful and, um, and you know, like it, every, the the weight of the world is on on you, and it doesn't it doesn't feel good. Yeah, and I would even take it a step further since I look at everything through the lens of uh, spirituality and energy and and direction. It's like you know, even in Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, one of the founding um, recipes of for success that was written in this iconic like you know masterpiece was uh, that. Um, there's nothing better than a fully sexed man. And okay, of course, this, this book studied, you know, he went out and studied, you know, all the richest men and their successes for years. And at that point in that society, women weren't really in those, those uh, positions. But that uh, he went on to say that there's nothing more powerful than sex energy because sex energy is openness and creative and allows for people to tap into their creative realms and their thought process in a way that their brain doesn't normally operate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's other stimulants that can get there, but with side effects like drugs and alcohol and other things like that. But that sex energy, when contained and actually uh, harvested for a channel of creativity totally. and not just drained out, because of course there's a misuse of sex energy. But 
women and hearing that statement about the Dalai Lama and the different notions is, you know, for such a long time, women haven't had that ability or haven't seen, been, been into that, that position of seeing the power of that, you know, the mm-hmm. sacrifice, the limitation, the not tapped into that energy. And now you have women running and ruling the world in a need for more creative expression and not that we didn't always need it but you know this is where the power lies yeah well and it's taboo you know and that's what's what's like so um it's so crazy about it it's just like something uh so so, because it's so powerful it's so so deeply powerful and um and so you know like anything that's powerful it's like there it's it you know it has um there's a lot of fear you know attached to um to to that and so it's like to actually how to how to wake that up and um move through the taboos that we have in culture like how do we have orgasm be like a household you know it's like that's that's one of one taste missions is really having it be that ohm you know orgasmic meditation the acronym you know is ohm and so like ohm yoga meditation like they're they're all you can have orgasm um named in in something that is is across the board like known you know that for the benefits of it and so um you know, we, we actually are going, we have scientific, you know, some researchers have decided to to study OM and they've gotten IRB approved, which is um, the board of research. You know, it's a really big deal because it's the first ever, ever sexuality practice that was, um, you know, the board approved to do this research on both partners. And so the the strokey is being uh their their brain is is um being tested as well as the stroker and you know we're, we've just they've just begun the studies but they're already seeing like the brain research of like how both um people's brains get let, lit up in this and so um and how they're 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 syncing up and so i'm really curious as to you know how how the research will confirm what we've already been experiencing viscerally and understand um but that kind of research is really important to really show um the the deeper level of of benefits and importance of actually turning this on Okay. And so let's take a couple steps back. Who, you know, you said it's kind of everybody, male, female, um, you know, gay, straight, it doesn't matter, you know, um, are, are participants in this, but who do you, who do you find is the most drawn to this work and who do you think most needs this work? That's a good question. Um, I mean, the cool thing about this is orgasm is so universal. It's just, you know, it's, um, it's that it's, it's, it doesn't exclude any category, you know, it just by nature, it doesn't, it's like, it is the, the deep innate, you know, source that we all have. And, um, and sexual desire and all of this. And so um, our, you know, the people who are drawn to this work are, you know, cross 
gender, across culture, across, you know, all of these different categories like age and, and everything. And so, um, so I find, you know, it's like, it, it definitely is people who are wanting to go deeper and understand themselves, um, and, and have connection. And so it's like, um, uh, oftentimes I, I would say that people are, you know, like there's a lot of very, very sensitive people that are drawn to the work. It's, um, you know, it's a place of like, I think that a lot of there's, there's people who feel like they've just never belonged or never understood or not, you know, not, um, like the, like misfits or something like that, where it's just like, oh, and oh, well, that's what I was missing. I was missing human connection, this, this real thing, like this, this substance that, um, that is not, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's like, I feel like there's there's so many different levels of, of conversation out there in the world, and like there's people who are like, none of this makes sense. I want something that, that actually touches my soul, like that I can that I can feel. And so when the conversation kind of switches, and where where people can meet human to human in in ways that are um, vulnerable and real, and they get to find out who they truly are and bring more of that person out. I think people are just hungry for that. So who benefits? It's it's really everyone. And yet, um, you know, it's like you you have to want a, that deeper thing. Now, what is kind of like the the process? This this you know. So it's this fifteen minute kind of experience and is there different levels to this are there different types of meditation that are done or is it only this one that you've described you know it, it does it take it into you know different realms and different uh and then also on that um for this if i if i look at it if there is different realms and levels if this is like the beginner realm or the starting point uh how long and how, does somebody stay at that 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 point mm -hmm. you know yeah well i would say um it is a lifelong practice in a certain okay. way <laughs> um so the practice itself is the foundation of the work that we do and it's it, it, it there's one practice it's um it's always um 15 minutes it has a certain container to it there's steps okay. to doing the the practice um, there's, you know, the stroking, upstrokes, downstroke, you know, there's, there's a set thing for the practice and that's always the same. And then there's principles of the practice and with the principles of the practice, it's like, um, like there's a place where you, uh, you're, you're stroking and maybe you're doing upstrokes and it's like you hit a peak and a peak is like this high, you know, this highest level of, of sensation. And if you keep stroking that same thing, it's going to start get, to get flat or like it's not going to feel as good. And so you want to change the stroke before um, before that, you know, like you, you want to change it just like in business. It's like so Apple puts out a product and it's like gets this really like everyone's really excited about it and it goes on a peak. And, and then you want to change the, what we call change the stroke. 
um, in order to keep that um, that electricity and that connection alive. And so it's that same thing where you're you're changing the stroke. Um, and and so these principles apply in in your life in all of these different ways. And I think that that's really a lifelong journey too. And so the way that we do that is like, you know, we have the practice, which anyone can do, anyone can learn. Um, we have online resources and classes for it. We also have in-person, which I definitely recommend if you can make it to in-person course to learn it, you'll get the deepest level of the transmission of what's possible. And then um, from there, we have, you know, we have people who will own privately for the rest of their lives or for a period of time or anything like that. And then we also have deeper levels of the work that we do that, um, that you can go very, very deep as a practitioner of this work and the philosophy and the principles of it. And so we, uh, you know, anywhere from like local courses that we teach, desire and healing and relationship um, men's and women's courses to we have a whole coaching program which is a seven-month program where people can come and like go very very deep into their own patterns and conditions and the things that have them blocked and not seen or not um, you know not have their full expression of who they are out we're just like buried in a lot of different things and so how can we take off the layers you know we we talk about this path being descendant in nature in a certain way where it's more about taking the layers off to have the, the the true essence of the person like who they truly are be at the core once everything is stripped away instead of like building ourselves up in a certain way um and so you know that that program is like a very deep dive program for people in connection to to have that experience the you know we usually have 150 people in the you know the coaching program at a time doing this deep dive immersion into like really what's possible nice and yeah. the, in that that in-person workshop or, or lecture uh course that you were saying uh what does that entail is that the day long to learn the practice yeah, yeah. Um, in the morning, so it's a day. Yeah, it's okay. a whole. It's a whole day. I know if he, you know, okay, it's, so funny. How many, it's really how many funny. It's like it's like eight hours at least. You know, it's it's okay. funny because like people are like, wow, to learn a fifteen minute practice a day long course. I don't understand. Like there's there's twelve steps to this. You can just tell them the twelve steps and they can do the practice. And that's totally true. Um, you know, we we have like on our website we show the steps to OM. People can just do the OM. But there's there's a certain thing that we're actually um, transmitting. Okay. And and so um, we do we create a whole day experience for people to viscerally feel what we talk about when we're talking about um, this this quality of orgasm and um, feeling of orgasm like. We, you know, we, we talk about orgasm 1.0 versus orgasm 2.0, which is like, we just put the, the names on that to describe like the, what we mean difference. by orgasm is like, you know, we're, we're not talking a climax based orgasm in mm -hmm. the, in the, the, um, common definition of it. And so, you know, a uh, climax would be just, you know, an orgasm in that is, is like, 
you know, it's like that, that more linear, you're going towards that peak experience where it's like, that's the highest level of sensation. And then you pop and go over and then the sensation goes, drops down. And, um, and that's climax. And where we're talking about orgasm, we're talking about, um, we're talking about every level and layer of sensation that you feel that is the orgasmic energy it's a very different you know definition in that sense it's feminine it's like uh the the feeling of going um to that peak and then going down and like the the gritty sexy nature of the downstrokes versus like the high um like cosmic experience of like upstrokes um where you're, you're just really tuning into the, that feeling of orgasm. And so in our day-long class, like, we create a whole, um, you know, experience for people to be, to, to get the feeling of um, what it's like to be that awake and feeling um, those levels of sensation. And we're not even doing the practice in the class. Mm-hmm. It's literally through you know, the, the transmission that we have where, um, you know, like we, we bring out people, f- like we will have people go around the room and just say simply what they're there for. And just in that, like there's a level of connection that can open through people vulnerably admitting, ah, oh, I, I have this block or I want more connection. I don't know how to feel like all of those things bring us closer together to be able to feel each other. Mm. Um, and you know, we, we, we talk about different principles, talk about, um, you know, so the philosophy of OM in a certain way, and then we share our stories. Uh, you actually see a demonstration of the practice too. So to master practitioners where it's what, what you see is that orchestra feeling of like what's possible when when a stroker's that tuned into a woman's body and can play her like music. Yeah. And so um, they get to viscerally feel and experience that. And then um, and then in the afternoon, we go step by step on like how to actually ask for an ohm, how to set up the nest, how to, um, you know, do each step to the ohm so that they can viscerally in, the, in their body have that, um, like you, they've seen a close-on demonstration of how that happens, that they can go home and practice as well as do little like mingling exercises and get them um, out and connected in that way. Nice. Yeah. And how often do you have those? Mm. In LA, um, we generally have one a month, sometimes two a month. Okay. Are they in other places, other states, or is yeah, it just predominantly? There's so we have um, we have them in in Los Angeles, uh, San Francisco. Austin, New York, London, uh, Australia, and, uh, you know, occasionally a few other places like Copenhagen or, you know, so, so, okay. so some so, like so satellite places, but it's definitely global. Yeah. Okay. And then you were mentioning that there is some other classes to dive in deep to yeah. healing and other, other, other dynamics. And are those day long classes too, or what's the structure of them? Those are weekend courses. So okay. they're Friday evening, all day, Saturday and half day, Sunday. And the healing course is really that foundation. It's like we need a certain level of internal safety yeah. in order to be able to open. 
And so, um, you know, it's, it's really teaching that, that deeper level of foundation and boundaries and, you know, really how to, how to, um, how to be in relationship and, and an adult in taking responsibility in your life in a certain way in order to have that foundation that you can um, be in relationship with other people. Once you, once you access that, then um, working with the desire course is, is like how to get, we have this whole desire cycle of like how do you, uh, how do you have, even get in relationship with it, but then digest it in a certain way so that you can continue to expand and have more and have more. Because most people have the ceiling on what they can have in their life. Mm-hmm. And and so to work with that in order to be able to continue to raise the ceiling, and 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 like have have more. So that's the desire course. And and I love how like you know this is so much more than just a state of uh, emotional and physical feelings and arousal. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I want to stress that point that you know what you're sharing is about how this correlates to all aspects of one's life. Right. And when you really think about, you know, what's the strongest pulling forces within a within a human being, you know, it is that connection and partnership energy as well as stability and financial energy, right? You know, I don't think that there's anybody that, and then of course there's a spiritual connection as well that's a very strong uh, force for people. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people spend their lives consumed with how are they gonna support their self and pay bills or get ahead in life and, and succeed, and how are they gonna create or a, a family and desire connection, not just romantically, but friendships, community, and all of this. Totally. And, and it's looking at, it's looking at this energy that is in all of these aspects and how you do one thing is how you do everything exactly. and i'm hearing this you know i'm <laughs> yeah i'm in the paying attention closely or being more aware is and then you know desire in 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 being able to feel desire and receive desire and experience desire then you can allow for more joy and ease of other things to come to you freely you know that you're more deserving of maybe you know those financial um things or trips to whatever you know all the things that people want truly yeah it's that deeper inner workings that um that we get to touch and explore and um because it's true like you said that deserving it's like there is that it's it's that reception and so you know in the practice it's like we're we're actually physically even expanding that capacity to receive and then all the work that we do um in our courses and everything is is really um the deeper levels of of how do you unlock these different parts of your soul and your psyche in a certain way to be able to have more and and access that and and do it in connection with other human beings we know how to do certain you know it's like the the mountain type um top lifestyle of like I'll just go do my spiritual practices in isolation and I'll feel really good and I've got this meditation and like when I'm in that meditation I'm on top of the world I know how to handle everything but then how do you actually you know the rubber meets the road in in connection Mm -hmm. and so who are you in the marketplace not on the mountaintop 
Yeah. And how do you do that in, um, you know, this is our natural state is, is to be, um, connected and we, we really truly don't have the tools in, in general to really know how to work with ourselves and, and be in relationship in that way. Very powerful. Yeah. Uh, so once a month over here, sometimes twice a month for the beginner class, uh, for people that want to learn and experience more and have that, you know, uh, eight hour plus uh, immersive mm -hmm. type of awareness, vulnerability, and connectivity. Uh, and then there's these higher level courses, this healing, this desire. Is there anything above those? Besides, and then there's the coaching one that you mentioned, but it, another uh, weekend long course? We do. I mean, we have um, one taste. We just, uh, we actually have land now up above San Francisco in which we'll do deeper, you know, retreats. And we have um, these courses, they're called intensives. And um, so anywhere between like three, five day retreats to like these um, six, seven day intensives where, um, you know, we have different topics like desire and wake up and healing and, um, <clears throat> and relationship all of these different topics where uh you know it's like you're you're living in a retreat style experience yeah. you know and and like really really doing deep immersion kind of work so so anywhere from local classes to um this retreat style thing is is available in in that way and then our so, coaching program like the seven month container so where can they find you uh, OneTaste.us. Okay. And then for our local things in LA, uh, we've got TurnOnLA.us, which is a link to the meetup for the local events. Okay. So that you can just go to, um, we have these events on a weekly basis called Turn On. Okay. And they're, um, it's like $10 at the door, you come and we play like three communication games, um, which which correlate to an ohm in the sense of like having a tech attention and connection and feel, um, and in, in communication games. And so they're super, super fun. People come week after week, you know, ex experienced people to brand new people come to like have that kind of play. And so those are, you know, on a weekly basis, a way to come in and get to know us and then, um, and then, you know, you can also sign up online for the, the course if you just know you want to take a course and learn. Um, that's uh, onetaste.us. That's amazing. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to leave with people before we wrap? Um, I think it's just like the willingness to um, admit desire and uh, to do what it takes to have what you know, the deeper thing, you know, like when in my story, when I, I was just like, I knew I was missing something. And it was just like, I could live my whole life having that voice being back inside of me. Like, I'm missing something. I'm missing something. And that thing that I was missing was something internal inside. You know, that was, that was something that, um, in, when I, when I looked at it, cause I could blame my relationship for not having it. Mm -hmm. I could blame my partner for not having it. But the truth was, I wasn't accessible for mm -hmm. it. 
I had to do the work on my side to have it be that I could open and be accessible so that I could actually have that deeper thing that I wanted to be touched. And so, you know, like that's that was one of the th- the big lessons that I learned, but I didn't understand it for a very long time because oftentimes people look at what is wrong with their life and it looks like an external something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that there's anything wrong. It's that, you know, there's, there's these places Lots. inside of ourselves. Yeah. And like how to, how to admit that desire for, for something to open and do the work to have it. And so this practice is such a beautiful way to, you know, it's like, it's just like any practice where you don't necessarily always want to do it. On some level, you think, but it's genitals. Of course you would want to do it. But, you know, like we're all, it's like, no, there's times for sure. Like, I don't want to lay down in the nest and, you know, I don't feel open and I don't want to open and I don't want to receive. You know, there's those blocks that come up, but it's like just to treat it like a practice, just like yoga or any other thing where... Um, where where you do that anyway and and you get to um, continue to practice that level of like opening and receiving um, and for the stroker to, to practice um, getting in connection and feeling <clears throat> and from that uh, you know the it's just the what is possible um, is is it actually exists and so um, and that's what I learned. It was like I got to see in my previous relationship all the ways that he loved me and tried to love me that I couldn't feel mm. because I, I personally, I couldn't receive it. I couldn't have it. And so when I, when I look at that relationship now, and of course it had to end so that I could go to this whole journey, but I can look back and say like, it truly wasn't that there was something missing. It was like I could, like it was, it was this part of me that that couldn't receive what was actually available already there. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you so much for sharing. This thank, is wonderful. Thank you everybody for listening and having that that open mind to dive into what is. Uh, normally considered quite a taboo subject, but I hope that uh, hearing and sharing really shine some light on all of the healing and transformation and the power that lies in with this work. Um, Again, you know, take a look at uh, some of, uh, we'll put some links on for how you can get a hold of that meetup and uh, the website so that you can find both Rochelle and orgasmic meditation meetups and groups and things around the world and around the country and different things like that. Um, you know, if you like this episode, please give us, um, leave us a comment, comment and feedback. Five stars would be great too. Um, this allows people to find us more easily. The more reviews that we have on iTunes, uh, the more people can have awareness to this podcast. So thank you for joining us. And until next I time. I love that. Thank you so much. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you.